welcome. You are listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you everyone and welcome to the podcast. This is our hundredth episode. I can't believe it, but I am so excited and I wanted to do something really special for our hundredth episode and I wanted to have it be the miracle episode where I had people come on and share their stories of miracles that they've either experienced in their own bodies or their own lives, or that they have gotten to minister to other people and see the miracle come to pass before their own eyes. So I have a whole bunch of guests on for this week's episode, and I am so excited to have them share their personal experiences and stories of miracles. And my first guest this week is my friend, Linda Cowan. Welcome, Linda. No, thank you, Brittany. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Thank you. I'm so excited to have all of you on for this. It's hard to believe it's been 100 already. Wow, that's awesome. So Linda has some experiences that she has had ministering to other people of miracles. She hasn't even told me them yet, so I'm excited to hear. (laughs) And in that, a miracle of her own. So I'm so excited to hear. Let's hear your story, Linda. Hi there. I uh, was raised in an evangelical church all my life, and I just turned 65, and um uh, in 2000, I was watching an episode from Johnny Enloe's. It was a Rise Summit, and I met some prophetic people, and I started to cry because I didn't know that there was anybody even in my state. I'm from Washington State. Yeah. And so I was saying, Lord, where's ours? Well, all of a sudden, I saw this guy up there. He came up to the podium, and I, he was joyful, and he was laughing, and he was saying things that just ministered to my heart, and I realized, who is that guy? And the Lord highlighted him and it was Nathan French. And so from at that point, I said, well, there's nobody in my state. So the Lord says, well, look him up. So I found him. And, but he told me to go to his church because I it was just a treasure hunt, step by step by step. Yeah. And, and so that was so neat. And I found myself in a church that's an equipping church and somebody that could recognize the gifts that God gave me. And I've never been able to even practice because I, I didn't have any tribe or any people. And that's why I just appreciate our, our gospel group too online, because it just has filled my heart with joy to meet my people, meet my family. So I've been at Nathan's church for two years, and um, this last summer, in actually starting in May, he uh, started doing tent revivals at the Washington Coast at Ocean City, which is near Ocean Shores. Yeah. And so every weekend we go down to the tent meetings, and there's usually two meetings uh, on the weekend. And um, the first night I went, I saw this lady in the back of the tent at the side, and she was leaning heavily on her walker uh-huh. and she had three friends around her behind her and she had a, an oxygen canola um, underneath her noise. Mm-hmm. And so um, when it was time for prayer time after Nathan spoke at the meeting, she had her friends helped her to the front for prayer. And 
he began to pray for her and I was just kind of praying in the spirit all around to, you know, just find out, okay, Lord, what are you doing? Where, where are you leading? And, um, and just praying for the people who were coming up. And then all of a sudden he said, Hey, Linda, come up and pray for this lady. And so, <laughs> so I came up and, and I do what I always do. I ask for permission to put my hands on them. And then I ask the Lord, I ask Holy Spirit, Lord, what do you have to say? And yeah. so I pray quietly in the spirit. And then I just wait until he either tells me something or shows me something. And what he showed me was his hands put together. And in the middle of them was a heart. And and I saw his nail scars. And I go, I said, I just saw your heart in the hands of Jesus. And he wants you to know that he's got your heart. He's got your heart. He's got your heart. And each time I said it like four times, it got more emphasis on it. And she put her head back and she exhaled this huge breath. And I go, there's no way she had the lung capacity for that breath because her skin was gray. And so the Lord said, ask her if they're gone. And so I said, are they gone? And she started to cry. She goes, yes. And the Lord, it was a beautiful, unassuming deliverance. Wow. Uh, and it didn't humiliate her, didn't draw attention to her. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I go, thank you, Lord. I said, so now, now God wants to give you something. Now he wants to give you something and fill that, fill that place. Yeah. And so, so then she started laughing after I was saying, he's got your heart, got your heart. And he go, yeah. she started pounding on her chest and she's like, it's my heart. It's my heart. It's my heart. She and then she said, I felt something hit my back. And 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 then she pulled her oxygen tube down and then she thought, Oh, I better not take this off, but she was she was getting too much oxygen. And then all of a sudden I saw from the her collar up from the bottom of you know, her scoop neck t shirt, her skin started to pink up. I mean oh, wow. I just it turned bright pink. And it was like, and she stood up away from her walker and she's laughing. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, Lord, this is a miracle. <laughs> you just healed her heart. Yeah. And for the first time in years, she's got oxygen pumping through her blood and she couldn't even handle having that oxygen underneath her, underneath her nose anymore. Wow. That was so beautiful. <laughs> that oh was my amazing. I said, Lord, thank you so much. And I, you know, once you see that, yeah. You, you never doubt again what God yeah. can do. The second one I saw, this is one of many, but one that I was involved in, in you know, laying hands on her, was a young woman uh, who had a daughter. She was standing in the back of the tent. The daughter was out playing outside the tent door with another kid. So she was staying in touch with, you know, within eyesight. Yeah. Um, Nathan called up, I think it was a hip, something somebody has a painful hip or lower back or something like that. I can't remember exactly what he called out. Mm-hmm. Well, she came up. So he laid hands on her and she hit the grass. And so, <laughs> and she was trembling and so I put a blanket over her and then I went around and prayed for some more people. And then he, he was just closing the service at that point. And I looked back and she was kind of pacing, like, I'm, you know, really uncomfortable. She, she was like, you know, trying to get on her feet comfortably. And, and she's wondering, I know. So I said, Lord, I don't want her to see, I don't want to see her go home like this. 
Yeah. You healed her. You're healing her. So, you know, tell me what's going on. And she says, I want you to go back and tell her I'm not finished. Hmm. And so I went back to the back of the tent. I put my hand on the middle of her back and I said, God's not finished yet. And so I just stood there and didn't say anything else. And the, the presence of the Holy Spirit came down like a dome. It was like this heaviness. And it was almost like we were contained in this pure air. And the peace was amazing. And there was warmth. I mean, we got warm because it was in the evening. So in, you know, early June. So it was kind of chilly outside, but we were, I felt this warmth. Yeah. And then all of it, and so this is a good maybe two, three minutes that we stood there like that. And then all of a sudden I felt something click underneath my hand, like pop, pop, click, bones moving. Uh-huh. And, I, and I, so I looked immediately at her head and, and um, I saw her head move, I mean, raise up out of her collar, like two inches, like, whoa. Wow. And I'm sitting there looking and go, like, whoa. And she looked at me and she goes, uh, I think I just felt myself grow. <laughs> I, I go, you oh, did. I watched it. So, <laughs> her leg grew. You know, he even prayed for her leg grow, grow, you know, earlier. I'd forgotten about that. Uh-huh. And so first her leg grow grew and, and she went down and then and now she her whole spine just got straightened wow. out and and so I said Nathan Nathan don't close yet <laughs> we got one the last miracle and so he brought her back up and she told about it and it was so so fun oh, and wow. it was just amazing <laughs> she was a, a 50 caliber gunner in desert storm and I think oh. that's how she got injured so she'd been living with that for wow. quite a while God did an amazing miracle. That's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those stories are incredible. And your own miracle about finding the church where you just felt at home with the right mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But I love one, you asked Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. what what's needed here? What is this? And then the Lord ministered through you. Yeah. And that first woman, you know, people seek healing all the time, but sometimes the healing that they really need is their heart. Right. And once their right. heart is healed, all of the other healing comes. Isn't that amazing? I just yep. love that. <laughs> also, cool. that moment, I think I just felt myself grow. <laughs> 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 One of the world's best one-liners. <laughs> <That's> right. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. It I was so it. cool. That is so amazing. Thank you so (laughs) much for sharing, Linda. I am so glad that you could come on and share those two stories. I'm so blessed that you could join us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. So thank you for joining us today. We're going to move on to Mm -hmm. our next guest and hear some more miracle stories. God bless. Thank Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, I have my next guest with us. I have Andrea Newman's on. Welcome, Andrea. Andrea has this amazing healing testimony, and I am so excited for her to share it with you. And I know that you will be blessed by it. So, Andrea, tell us about what you experienced and went through. Okay. Um, So, when I was 20 years old, I actually started out with just pneumonia 
Um, and when I went with pneumonia, I had just a regular swollen lymph node. Um, and that doctor sent me to um, an oncologist after he did his own uh, scans on it. Um, and that doctor is the one that first gave me that diagnosis. And with that diagnosis, they did all of their testing. With that testing, we also found out that I had kidney cancer. So I was actually diagnosed with two different cancers at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, they were able to actually get rid of the kidney cancer by itself with just one surgery. And that was in, the, in January of 2011. Um, and then I was still going through chemo for the lymphoma. So that following year, I met the guy that I went on to marry. I finished chemo. And um, a year after we were married, I actually had my daughter, Wow! which I was told I would never have. Then three years later, I went through my, I'm sorry, back up. I was re-diagnosed right after she was born. Mm-hmm. So I had another round of chemo. And during that chemo is where I feel or I know that God healed me. I was in a service one night when the preacher, I don't even remember exactly what he said. (laughs) All I know is I remember getting up and the power of the Holy Spirit just coming over me. And I felt a fire in my chest, like the burning of the Holy Spirit had come over me and I can still feel it today. Like just the, the fire, like it was a fire in my chest, which is where the cancer had come back. Um, And then the scans following that had showed that it was gone. It had shrunk. It was gone. But they still made me finish the chemo, unfortunately for that round. After that is when I had my son. So I had another child during this time. I was also going to another church is where I met Daryl mm-hmm. and his wife and Daryl. They became very special to me. And at that church is also where I learned praying for others is also when God touches your situation. Mm-hmm. So I believe God touched my situation in that way. Not because I was praying for others, but I had family going through the same thing. And I asked God to use me in my situation to show others of his power. Yeah. So right after my son was born, it came back. Um, So because it came back that third time, my oncologist referred me for a bone marrow transplant. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to. I did the bone marrow transplant. I told God, you know, you're using me in a way. I'm going to do what you want me to do. If this is where you're wanting me to go, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It was hard. I had to leave home. I had to leave my three-year-old daughter. I had to leave my nine-month-old son. I had to move into a hospital. The closest hospital that did this was, I live in Sanderson. I don't know where where that's at. And the hospital was in Gainesville. So it's about an hour to an hour and a half away from me. Um, I was not allowed to see them. But I think think they came twice. 
while I was away for a month, month and a half. Wow. It was very hard. Yeah. Especially with a nine month old. Oh my goodness. Yes. But God placed some angels in my life. Mm -hmm. I had people that stepped in while my husband continued to work. Mm -hmm. They helped take care of my home. They took care of my children. Wow. And while my mom was at the hospital with me, they helped us out very much. Mm. After my bone marrow transplant, I was still not able to take care of my home. I was still not able to work. I was still not able to take care of my children. So I still had people that God placed in my life doing these things for me. Mm. I'm, I'm still very emotional yeah. <laughs> about these things. So I was still... I still had to do chemo. I was supposed to do up to 16 sessions of chemo after my transplant. But um, I asked God, I, you know, I told God, I'm standing on your promise. You healed me once before. And I told my doctor, I'm not doing this anymore. Hmm. And I haven't since then. And I've been in remission now for six years. Wow. He is so good. So you said the first time you felt the power of God come on you and it was like fire in your chest. When yes. he hit you this last time, did you experience another experience like that or did it just happen? It just happened. I mean, I still feel when I sit here and think about God's power, his presence, his wonderfulness, he reminds me. I feel it constantly yeah. in my chest. And the, I didn't say this I told, I just until you reminded me. I went home that night with my dad. And I said, Dad, I feel a fire in my chest. Hmm. I know God healed me because I feel this. Yeah. The next, we, we were in revival at my church. My dad was the pastor. Wow. He went back and told the visiting preacher. He said, my daughter told me that she felt a fire. She felt the presence. And that pastor said, I prayed for that. When yeah. I went home, I prayed for her to feel that fire. Yeah. So I know that not only did God tell, like, but he showed me that. Mm-hmm. But that was like the confirmation of it. Yes. So, yes, I, that's so I, beautiful. I know. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, some things I don't think we're ever not going to be emotional about. Yes. Because that's the awe of God, isn't it? It is. There are some tears. We have so many different types of tears. Tears are for so many different things. You know, it's like you have the tears of pain. You have tears of grief. But then you have tears of joy and tears of gratitude and tears of just overwhelming (laughs) awe of God. Yes. And those tears, yeah. When you're hit with that, like the awe of God, that doesn't ever go away. It doesn't. It does not. So, yeah. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say that I went back to work. So I did my transplant and my son was born in 16. I had my transplant in 17. And I went back to work in 18. And I said, you know, I met Daryl and them at their Mm -hmm. church. And I just have to say they are a continuing blessing. Mm -hmm. Bless. I I don't even know how to say this, but their life their ministry are a blessing to me as well. Yeah. 
And Daryl is coming on later in this episode, so you guys will get to meet him. Daryl has actually come on a couple of times on my podcast before, but it's been a while. So some people might remember Daryl and others might be new enough that they don't know him yet. But you'll hear his story later in this episode. They are, he and his wife, Amy, are so, so wonderful. They're just such good people. And they've definitely experienced God so many many ways so much over time. So uh, I love your story. It is so rich. I mean, okay, one, wow, you were only 20 when this happened the first time. I mean, that's so much for a young person to have to deal with. And I know, like you said, they told you you'd never have kids. Well, I know, like, you know, a lot of the time they tell people not even to try because of chemo and things, you know? So both Mm -hmm. of your kids in and of themselves are miracles. They are. And that's just so beautiful. And they're healthy. (laughs) Yes, they are. They're very healthy. (laughs) So it's a miracle that you got pregnant. It's a miracle that they're healthy. God did so many things along the way. And it's like, here you've healed three times. Once by medical stuff, but you know God's still in that. Then the miracle of your daughter. And then the second diagnosis, miracle healing, the fire of God in your chest. Mm -hmm. And then your second miracle child. And I also love that, you know, in your story, you had this experience where you really felt God and you felt the fire of God. But then the last time it wasn't like that. It wasn't this big experience. It was just you standing, just standing on the truth of God. And it just happened because you just stood and you believed and there wasn't some big sign or wonder, but you just stood and it happened. That's so beautiful. I agree. My favorite Bible verse is 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. It says that I walk by faith, even though I cannot see. Yeah. That, That is my favorite verse. And I stand by it. I can't see it. It's my faith. I walk by. Yeah. So, That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, Andrea. I so appreciate it. I know that it will encourage so many people because I know people are going through battles just like you shared. You know, you felt like you were also supposed to be there and encourage others. And I know that you've done that today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I am going to bring on our next guest now. I'm so excited. I hope that you have a great day, Andrea. And I hope that I actually get to have you on again sometime to share more of your story. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So now I have Mary Elam with us. I am so excited to have Mary. Welcome. Thank you. Mary Elam is an author and she's an amazing woman of God. And she happens to have an awesome healing miracle testimony to share. And I'm so excited to hear the details myself and for you to hear. So tell us about it. What happened? Thank you, Brittany, for allowing me on your podcast. I'm excited to be here and to share uh, how God healed me during prayer. It was a prayer session and uh, just a little background story. So I was uh, have had issues with lumps in my breast, several times um, there were scares where the doctor thought that they were maybe cancerous, maybe cancerous, but they actually turned out not to be cancerous. But I had found another lump and, you know, my husband who was like, you need to really go get it checked out. And so I was like, okay, I'll make an appointment. 
And so I would periodically check it to see if it was getting bigger. Not really, you know, afraid or anything like that, because yeah. like I stated, um, most of the time the lumps would be non-cancerous. But for whatever reason, this one was a little bit larger than normal. You know, you know how the enemy, he likes to put fear in your heart. Yes. And, that, and so, you know, I refused to be afraid. I was, I was like, no, I'm not going to go down that path of fear, you know, because God does not give us a spirit of fear, but I was like, I'm not going to be fearful of this. So um, I was in a prayer session. Um, I was in a, men- a mentoring group and we had prayer on Wednesday night. So we had prayer and worship. So we would worship and we would pray. And during the session, and I, I know that the lump was there prior to because I had checked, I think the night before, just to see if the, what the size was of the lump, right? Now, mind you, I had not made the doctor's appointment yet. <laughs> I had not made the doctor's appointment yet because I was, you know, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I didn't make the appointment yet. So I had checked the lump, I think the day before or maybe earlier in the week. Um, it, it's, it's been about a year and a half, so I don't really, really remember all the details, but I know that it was still there. Yeah. So we were in prayer and worship and I mean, the, and the spirit was high. It was just, the glory was in the room mm. and mind you, this was an online ministry. It was online. And so we were worshiping and we were praising and we were uh, just, it was just amazing. Prayer was so good. Yeah. And, you know, I was just, I was just feeling the presence. I felt the warmth of the spirit of the living God. And it was just so amazing. And so Holy Spirit said, check your breasts. And I checked my breasts and the lump was gone. Wow. Like, my mouth dropped open. I was crying. I could not believe it. Right. <laughs> and so I, 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 you know, we were online. So I messaged my, my mentor. I said, I said, the lump is gone. That was in my breast. And she said, Oh my Lord, it literally just melted away wow. in, the, in the presence, in the wow. worship, the glory. It was so thick and it was just, oh, I was, I'd never experienced it where something like that had happened to me before. And I was like, God, I thank you. Yeah. And so my husband later on had asked me, I don't know if it was that night or he asked me later that week, if I made the doctor's appointment. I said, no. And then I told him what happened and he was like, what? <laughs> I said, I said, I said, literally we were praising God we were worshiping and Holy Spirit said, check your breast. And it, I checked it and it was gone. There was wow. no, no residuals, nothing. It was completely melted away. And I know it was because of the worship and the glory that was just in the room. Wow. And I, I, I was in such, I was in such tears. And I, and when I went to sleep that night. I was just crying and giving God praise. I said, because I didn't want them to aspirate me because normally what happens is if, if it is a lump and it's cysty, they, they call them fibrocystic um, cystic breasts is what they, they said I have. They would normally aspirate it. So they would take a needle and stick it in my breast and remove any of the liquid that's in the cyst. And I hate it because I hate needles. <laughs> I so dislike needles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but God is so awesome. You know, he knows the desires of our heart, even without us saying it, because I didn't even pray for healing. I didn't even mention it to him because I was like, okay, probably just another sis. I didn't think about it. But when Holy Spirit said, check the lump and it was gone, like melted away. I was, I was just like, wow, God. Wow. Wow. God. Wow. Uh, um, he's just yeah. so good. 
is. You know, it's like even the thing that you didn't ask for, he's like, I love you so much. I'm just going to do this for you. Exactly. That was my mindset. That was my thought process. I was I was just so thankful because, you know, the word declares that he will give you the desires of your heart, you know, yeah. when you know him, when you when you put him first. And so, you know, in the presence of worship, when us with us praying and just just laying that all at, at his feet during that time frame, I, I, you know, for him to do that for me without even me asking was just just just. Just let me know. Just he just loves us. He just yeah. loves us though. And he he's does. such a good father. He's such a good father. He yes, yes, yes. The episode prior to this, I was talking about, you know, sometimes he heals as a demonstration to bring yeah. others to the faith. But he doesn't just heal for that. He heals just because he loves and because he's a healer. Yes. Jehovah Rapha. Yes. Yeah. So Yes. You know, I know to many people, you know, that may not seem anything because, you know, it wasn't cancerous. But at the same time, you know, I don't even look at it that way. I look at it, God, just being a good father and taking away any concerns and misconceptions about what it could have been. Because you know how the enemy tries to play on with our mind and and try to in the worst and things of that nature. But God is just so good. He says, I'm going to take care of that for you. So you don't even have to don't even let him even, even talk to you. So when it was, when it was gone, you know, my husband said, are you sure you don't want to go to the doctor just to make sure I say it's not there at all. There's no residuals. There's nothing. There's nothing there. (laughs) I was like, wow, God, (laughs) that is just so good. He's so good. Oh my goodness. So you said this was an online ministry. So were you at home worshiping like through the computer? Yes, I was at home worshiping the computer, and like I said, we, every um, every Wednesday night we would have um, we would have worship, worship and and prayer. Hmm. And uh, during that session, during that prayer session, it was just it was the, the the prayer was so good, and the worship was just so good, and the glory was in the room. And I'm telling you, and it was uh, yeah online, <laughs> online. See, so everyone listening, you don't even have to be in person at the thing. You can just be online in a place that is glory filled and has faith and you could be healed. There's no distance in the spirit. Yes. And, and, and the thing that the Holy Spirit just dropped to my spirit just now, it was the unity and the oneness because Mm -hmm. we were all just there, just all worshiping and praising God and just give glory for just being God, you know, yeah, good. And he does miraculous things, even in the midst of, uh, uh, you know, us not being in the same room. He yeah. just God. He doesn't. He he doesn't need to for us to be together. But we were together in the spirit, and that's yeah. what counts. So it was awesome. That's so I, amazing. Yeah, it makes me think of the song "Defender." Mm. That's Francesca Battistelli and Stephanie Gretzinger. Yeah. Where it says, it has the line, all I did was praise, all I did was worship. Yeah. And it's like the whole storyline is he comes and he defeats the enemy for us. He cuts off the head of the giants and all we did was praise and all we did was worship. So that's all you did was praise and worship. You, Other than feeling his presence and the glory, you didn't have any crazy feeling at the moment, did you? No. Nothing. You just heard his voice. Heard his voice. He said, check your breasts. And I did, and it was completely gone. 
and I was just in awe. I was mm. I was literally in awe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's just so good. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. I love it. I know this will be encouraging to other people because I know that there are a lot of people that have gone through similar things. And there are a lot of people who might be in a place where they don't feel like they have a church they can go to that has that kind of atmosphere. But you got healed online. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because God's everywhere. Everywhere. How good is that? That's just so beautiful. Thank you so much, Mary, for coming on and sharing your story. And y'all check Mary out. Mary Elam has multiple books out. She's working on another one. And I believe she's doing a course right now through one of her books. So check her out online, Mary Elam. Thank you for coming on. I'm going to click over to our next guest. I hope to have you back soon at some point. Absolutely. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you blessings. So I know that I had said that we were going to have Daryl Nash on today with us, but he is unable to come on for this particular episode. So we will have him in the future. So I'm going to move on to our next and our last guest. My next guest is Shannon Davis. I am so excited to have Shannon on. She is a great friend of mine. She's had all sorts of wild, wonderful experiences with the Lord, and she has a pretty amazing testimony of a miracle that she experienced in her own life. Welcome, Shannon. Hi, Brittany. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So tell us about your story. It's great to be here. Thanks. My story. So I was having throat issues, which you might hear a little scratchy today. I'm almost seven years cancer-free now, but my throat was really um, scratchy and I felt it something pushing into my throat. So I kept going to the doctor. They biopsied this huge um, mass. They said that it was cancer-free. It wasn't. Cancer grew in my body for two years. And once I discovered it, it was the biggest tumor that they'd seen on a thyroid ever. So I flew to wow. the cancer center in Arizona and did everything that they asked me to do. Um, fortunately, I had my nutrition in order. So they were like, you're really healthy to have cancer. And I'm like, yeah, well. Um, so <clears throat> as they took out, they took out the mass and they called me while I was on the plane. I don't even know how I was able to answer. It was flying from Arizona to Washington. And she said, you have cancer. Oh. And like everything, actually she said carcinoma. And I don't know why that word freaks me out more than cancer. But she's like, yeah, it's carcinoma something, you know. And I'm like, because, you know, I checked out at that point. And yeah. so I get home and I'm praying, of course. I'm like, God, you know, I did all this thing. You know, what do you want me to do right now? So I'm, I'm laying on my little couch where I kneel. And I just, I had this picture of me doing more treatment, like taking chemo. And uh -huh. and I just, I got sicker in the picture. So I was like, okay, no, I, I just said, Jesus, no, thank you. I, I pray against that. And I ask for your full healing. And yeah. And, uh, but I felt really strongly when the cancer center called me to not go back down there for radiation. They said, you need to come. They threatened me. They were like sending me harassing letters, you know, and they're not, I'm not saying, I'm not speaking against them. I'm saying they tried to scare me. Yeah. And I'd already had a word from the Lord. So fortunately I had people around me that supported my hearing from God, even though we knew nothing about the prophetic yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but anyways, I knew I heard from God. I would say that all the time and I'd get the look like God told you that. And I'd be like, yes, he did. And they're like, yeah, okay. Woo, like, you know, spin their finger around their ear and call me crazy. I don't, it's fine. <laughs> but I, fortunately they knew my faith enough to say, no, she's, we're going to try a different way. So yeah. we did the nutrition way. 
we did um, natural medicine, like nothing. Um, I, I do mas- massage and I just like the alternative medicine route. And um, we prayed a lot and we believe, you know, we were confident that God was going to do something, but nothing was changing. And um, someone invited me to a retreat, like a women's retreat, but we had spent all our money on everything. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't, we got it. We have to fly back down there and now this. So no. Yeah. Um, but she's like, come on, I'll pay for you. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. So it was just a, like an hour away. And it was just so beautiful. The, the, the hospitality there, the women there that love Jesus that were preaching and the story with Ruth. And um, so that was the whole weekend was the Ruth and it was just beautiful, like a beautiful castle. They, they did beautiful glasses. And I'm like, wow, I'm just so out of it. Right. I had, I mean, it was just so wild. Yeah. So um, uh, the, the final night, uh, I almost wasn't going to go out for prayer because everyone was in the line and you know how that is. And I'm like, no, nope, uh-huh. I'll just, no, I can pray. But the lady there, she was like, get up here. And I was like, no, it's fine. You guys are tired. I'll pray for you guys. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> let's do this. And she's like, get over here right now. So she handed me this big old bag of wheat um, that like Ruth would be holding to carry back. Um, so yeah. that's what we had there. So she put it in my lap to let me feel it. And I felt it. And I, I felt it. I felt it like just sit on me. And I, I just knew that. And she asked me because she didn't know. She said, what's your daughter's name? The one that has a speech issue. Maylee was healed too. Uh-huh. Um, and I said, her name is Maylee. Um, and she said, okay, we're going to pray for her too. So there was a group of prayer people around, you know, and um, they just asked for him to heal me, to not yeah. make, you know, to not let this happen to yeah. do anything. And, and, and this church is not a, a gifts church. Okay. This is my church, but it's, it's not gifts. So, so, the, but they believe in the power of prayer and guess what? <laughs> so I was like, I was just, you know, I just, I felt his presence, but I didn't notice too much. I laid down and I was in the bunk bed with somebody I did know who I love. So she told me a whole life story all night uh-huh. and my whole throat and neck was burning. Um, and I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, this is so weird. I am in a Baptist church. You know, nothing. I'm, I mean, the Baptists, the Catholics, the Baptists, every, all of us are coming to Christ in the Holy Spirit. But yeah, it just, it's the spirits, you know, you know. So yes, I, I just didn't want to say anything because I just knew. Well, somebody walked up that had a gift of seeing because she said, you were healed and I'm going to pray for you right now. So she put her hands on me and she said, thank you, Father, for healing her. You sent me over to her. I just ask that you up give her an upgrade in her sight. She already sees, but upgrade her sight. And she just spoke over me this beautiful life. It was nothing, wow. you know, like praying for my cancer, nothing. She just said, you're healed. She knew. So um, weirdly enough, it was April 1st. So I'm really thinking that God has got my number. I'm like, what are you doing? Cause <laughs> so the next day was April 2nd. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell people. So I told a few people less than 10 because it, you guys, I mean, you would understand that if you'd never seen a healing before, they don't teach about healings in your church. I was like, this is something else. But I was sobbing, weeping, interceding. I knew I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm so, you know, I just was overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I knew for sure. I knew, but I didn't know till the 24th. So I had to wait from the 1st till April 24th. April 24th <laughs> is the document from the doctor um, saying this is a miracle. This is an absolute miracle. So. Um, I told a few people, which I, which for me then was a huge, big step of faith. Cause I'm like, they're yeah. really going to call me crazy. So, um, I go in, I get the thing I'm looking at the, he's like, it's gone. It's gone. And, and not only that, your thyroid looks like a teenager's <gasps> and I sobbed and I was like, cause Jesus doesn't do anything. Like he's not going to just do, he's going to do a lot. One yeah. thing is going to be a lot. So it That's... was amazing. I mean, we, we, uh, 
we proved it, like we had proof of what had happened. And then I was able to tell the story a little bit. But to this day, I still am amazed that that he does that. I believe that he does and I pray for it. And yeah, that is so amazing. See, he didn't just remove the tumor. He made your thyroid brand new. <laughs> yes, he did. And you said he healed Maylee at the same time? Yes, he did. So I, um, she didn't talk and I knew she knew what was going on, but she was in speech and she didn't say much. And then um, when I got home from the retreat, she said, I don't want that. And she spoke and she spoke full sentences from that day on. And I know because yeah. my thyroid, her throat, like it was just so connected to what was going on too in our house at that time. And just yeah. so much that wasn't being able to be said. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, my throat, my voice, what I'm going to use is was being attacked. And Maylee, my daughter, who's going to do it, she's going to need her voice. You know, she can't speak. Are you kidding me? No, that had to go. That yeah. absolutely had to go. So he t- he dealt with something that I didn't even know how to deal with. I didn't know spiritual warfare yet, but I sure learned it after that. I, I believed bet. in the prophetic after that. I had to know. So when you so when you're sitting here talking to me, Jesus, that means this is prophetic. Like this is prophetic. Like this this whole thing we've had since I'm a kid. This is the prophetic. Yeah. This is, I'm like, what? So yeah, Brittany, I mean, it's just, it's, wow. it's real. He still does it. It's obviously his will to do it. Yeah. Um, But I do believe when two or more are gathered, he is there in the midst. And when two or more agree for a thing, it shall be done for them because he commands a blessing on unity. Yes. And we were praying and people were, were trusting me because they didn't want me to die. And I didn't want, you know, by not doing the treatment. Right. But I didn't want to disobey God or feel like I was, you know, yeah. I wanted to trust him. And I'm glad that I did every day. I'm glad that I did. I took that whole counter of pills off the counter. I mean, I wiped that counter of pills off and <laughs> I was done. And I did it before the 24th. I mean, wow. I did that as an act of faith at home and then told yeah. people. So, Yeah. That's so amazing. So did you have any surgery before? Yeah, yeah. I had I had that huge tumor removed that they said okay. was cancer, but, but because it had grown unchecked for so long, it was so big. I didn't trust the system here because they were not, I wasn't feeling safe. Yeah. So we found a different place to go where they knew exactly what they were doing. Um, the Cancer Center of America in Arizona, that's where we went. And so they're, they're very wonderful. I would definitely go there again if I had to, but I'm also yeah. going to continue to pray for this. And I believe that my healing will last. I believe that I'll get to pray for people. I've seen a few healings, like instant healings. I prayed for someone's wrist and it was instantly healed my friend's daughter. So I know that he'll do it. And I believe that he'll keep growing, you know, and growing my faith to step out and yes. say, can I pray for you and not worry about the outcome? Yes. Yes. So you had surgery on the tumor and then found out the diagnosis and then you just listened to the Lord. And how long was it before he healed you? So that was in, he healed me April 1st. I had surgery in December. So four or five months. I was, you know, I was singing song. I was singing hymns on my phone for Maylee so that if something happened to me, Brittany, I had faith in God, but I just yeah. was like, all the songs I would sing to her at night, I sang every old hymn. And I know people are like, what are you kidding me? Like people, people <laughs> think it's so funny, but I am absolutely in love because it brings the glory so quickly and I would just have that glory filled room with her at night and I was like Lord what if I don't have that you know so I was really living in that for four months I was not healed yet I was they were telling threatening me to come down there I mean (laughs) I had people looking at me like I was crazy but that's okay I mean isn't that the life of Jesus he said it so I'm sorry I gotta go (laughs) (laughs) and he was faithful he He said it and he did it Mm -hmm. 
It's so interesting. You described it as a fire in your throat. Cause one of the other guests I had on for this episode described him healing her from cancer as fire in her chest. Guaranteed. I mean, wouldn't that be what would burn out that impurity, that, that growth? Right? Cancer is a, I mean, it's a, it's a something that's not good. That's in your body. Right. I don't know if it, that's affliction inside of your body. I'm still learning all of that. Like I said, I'm a newbie over here, but I totally believe in healing. <laughs> but yeah, the fire of God took out all of that impurity, as you put it. That's so all amazing. Night. All <laughs> night, Brittany. It was burning all night. And I, I didn't feel it into the into the next day. Like I could, I knew something had happened and I had felt different, but it was the, the fire of the Lord was on me all night while I was talking to a friend and she was testifying about what's going on with her. And I was just listening and thinking, God, is this real the whole time? But I was listening to her, but I was freaking out. And then when I told her the story later, she laughed so hard. She's like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, I, because I don't, yeah, you know, you think I was crazy. <laughs> You know what I love about your story, too, is it's not like you went into a church where this person specialized in healing and they laid hands on you, you know, like, no, ma'am, we don't have those around here. (laughs) Right. You just prayed and they prayed with you. And then he did it because it was him. It was all him. He made the promise and he fulfilled the promise and it originated from him and he completed it because he's good and he loves you. And, you know, if there are any of you listening and you have a health thing and you're like, well, God didn't tell me anything, he did in the Bible. There are so many promises of healing in the Bible. So even if you haven't gotten a specific word from God on something, you can stand on the promises in the Bible because that promise in the Bible is for all of us. So thank you so much for coming on today, Shannon. And Since we are closing out this episode with you, I would love it if you would pray for healing for our guests before we close out. Absolutely. Father, I just, I thank you. We just come to you humbly now and anybody that's listening that needs healing, God, you did it for me and you will do it for them, Lord. Whatever is in bodies right now, minds, hearts, I just ask that you fully restore people's brains, including mine, God. Yes, Lord. And, and you know, you did heal me and you have healed other people and there is still things to heal in me and other people. You, you are continually working on us, Lord, and I thank you for that. I ask for the ability to wait on you for your perfect timing, like Brittany said, your perfect timing for healing, your perfect place that you weren't planning to go to, you know, be at a church to get a simple prayer. Yes. That brought the fire of God, not a Holy Spirit church, but a, a believer that trusted that she could lay her hands on me and ask for you to heal my daughter mainly and me. And you did it, God. Mm-hmm. And I will forever be at your service. I'm, I'm, I just thank you. I ask that you heal cancer, PTSD, trauma, sexual mm-hmm. assault, God, that you just restore the body and that people can feel your hands on them, whether it be wind or cool or fire, whatever mm-hmm. it is, Lord. And I ask for revelation on that for all of us, that we would learn and discern and know what you mean when, when you're doing things with us. The parables teach us, God, how to understand what you're saying. Yes. Teach us how to pray what you are praying for us, not our will, but your will be done, God. Yes. Your will be done. I ask for full healing in my body even now mm-hmm. and Maylie's and Brittany's and everybody that hears this tonight that, yes. that believes, just believe. And I thank you, Jesus. I thank you. I, I love you. I worship you. I trust you. We do all things through you. Yes. And you give us the strength that we need. 
and we just surrender our will, our plans and our way. And we, we surrender everything to you. And yes. we move, when you move, we say what you say and we do everything in your strength, not in our yes, strength. Lord. And I thank you for that. I thank you for this beautiful message of miracles that you put on Brittany's heart. And I ask for them. I ask for so many miracles to come yes. from this podcast, Lord, that it would be shared, that it would be heard, mm-hmm. that cancer would be healed, that we would be just overwhelmed by yes, your goodness. Lord. Overwhelmed. I, yes, love Lord. I love you, Jesus, so much. And we trust you with everything. Yes, God. I'm going to give you everything. And um, and thank you, God, for healing me. I'm going to go yes, on seven Lord. years. Woohoo! <laughs> Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. And Lord, I thank you that even as people listen to this podcast, they will experience healing in their lives. They will experience miracles in their lives, that their faith will be boosted and they will feel the presence of God in a greater way. And God, I thank you that you are the God of miracles. You are the healer. You are also the provider. You can touch not just a body, but a life. You heal lives. You heal bodies. You heal finances, God. You are a God of miracles. Nothing is too hard for you. And I pray that whatever miracle of God that those listening need, they receive from you today and that you show them that you are for them, that you love them, that you are with them and that you are still a God of miracles. You are all powerful. You are almighty. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. You are Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner of victory. And nothing is too hard for you. Thank you, God. We praise you, Lord, in Jesus Christ's mighty and matchless name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Shannon, for praying, healing over everyone and also sharing your amazing testimony. And thank you, listeners, for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed this special hundredth episode of Miracles. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. to